because obviously cosplays. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cosplays, we can get into the most annoying thing we saw at the entire oh, convention. God. So Thor Love and Thunder had come out recently, and there was two girls that were cosplaying as the goats, if anyone knows. And they were doing the scream that the goats did, and it wasn't really funny the first time they did it. And it also wasn't funny the 30 other times they did it. Yeah. It was actually, like, I was actually kind of worried for them, because people were getting annoyed to the point where, like, people were threatening violence on them, and I was like... Yeah. There, there's a limit. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know, I, feel, I think it comes with convention etiquette. I get it. Like, do it, like, every once in a while, that's fine. But every, like, 20 seconds is just like, can you, like, no one, like, please stop. Especially like, when there's so stop. many people around and not everyone is going to appreciate it. No. Most, and and also, when I say not everyone, most people did not appreciate it. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Bill, a one-time Instagram blogger and now a podcaster. And I'm Alex, the Chaotic Neutral. And together we are the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. A brother-sister duo. That talks about gaming. And also anime. And don't forget the collecting, here sometimes. Ah, forget it. We're just a nostalgia podcast at this point. But anyways, guys, thanks for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been? No. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, too bad. I don't want to, but just kidding. Welcome to season three of the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. But I thought last episode was season three. No, that was the finale of season two. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome! I want to go home. You are home right now. Oh, yeah, this is my home. Get out. Uh, You're evicted. So it's been a week. You just ignored that. It has been a week. It's been quite a week, and uh, it's so much... Well, at the time of this recording, it'll be past it, but it's almost Christmas. Yeah, it's the Friday before Christmas, and all through the house, a creature was stirring. It was a rat. Yeah. Named Tilly. Yeah. She's also a lizard. And it was uh, tornadoes out and uh, down. Yeah, they were saying, the weather was saying like that it was going to be like the horrible weather, and it really wasn't that bad. Well, at least for us, I mean, for us it wasn't that bad. There was like a tree branch like behind us that fell, but like, I didn't. We didn't lose power, knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. Um. And uh, because it's also right before Christmas, all the freaking psycho crazies are out. Because... Oh my god, yeah. So we stopped at the grocery store last night to grab some food. Because we literally didn't have any, and our plan was just not to leave the house today. And it was like, it was such a shit show. Like, we literally got trapped. And we had to, like, do a loop-de-loop to get home. It was yeah, because the lights were so freaking bad, like, that we couldn't get out. It was bad. Well, what happened was people kept blocking the intersection, so we literally couldn't turn even if we wanted to. Yep. So. Gotta love right before Christmas. Yep. <laughs> and all the crazies. Yep. But anyways, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Down East unfiltered cider in the pear variety. And I'm drinking a gin mixed with ginger ale because I accidentally discovered that was actually pretty good. Super freak. And super it's freak. in my 90s Coors Light NASCAR glass. Super freaky. Gross! 
He just chugged it all in one sip. Uh, yeah. He has no more drink now. He just full on chugged it, everyone. You're on drugs, but anyways. I am drugs. What? <laughs> anyways, so what? yeah, other than that, we, we've been doing a couple things, watching some animes. Alex yes. is still watching all of her multiple animes. Well, I just finished, um, I finished the first season of, um, Ranking of the Kings, or it's like Os- Osuma, uh, Ranking, um... It was really cute. It was a good story. It was a lot more violent than I thought it was going to be. Um, not super violent, but it was. Um, the character designs are very cutesy, but it was pre- it was a pretty good story. Um, I'm looking forward to the next season coming out. Mm. And I also caught up, well, so I finally finished the fifth season of My Hero Academia. Um, I still would say it's like, meh. Like, it's not the best season, but after watching it again, I was like, okay. And finishing it, I was like, okay, it's not it's not horrible. Um, but I want to start watching the next season, but I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see if they do, like, the two parts. Like, a lot of seasons have been doing recently with anime where it does one half, and then a break, and then it releases the other half. So, um, I'm waiting to see. So, hmm. I don't know. If anyone knows... Well, by the time this comes out, I'll probably already know by then. But, you know, you can still tell me if you know <laughs> what the plan is. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, I've been... Uh, we've actually uh, we started up uh, playing Pokemon Black and White again. Cause that yeah, is we did. by far the most... That was, like, literally the peak of where Pokemon Yeah, Pokemon peaked there, and then it just, like, went... Well, they went, to three, they went to 3D, which was kind of a novel thing, but then... The game itself attached to it was very... Yeah, I can't, like, literally I couldn't tell you a single thing about X and Y. Besides, it was in 3D. You could dress up your character. The gap between Gym 1 and 2 was massive for some reason. There was, like, a whole bunch of people... I really don't remember. Like, I have no idea who the, the team was. Like, I don't remember them. They were so unmemorable. Yeah. But Black and White, I can remember, like, everything. Oh, yeah. Well, black and white has a story <laughs> that actually goes somewhere. Well, it's actually interesting and, like, dark. Also, like, my favorite char- des- characters from, like, the series, like, the protagonist, design-wise. Hilda? Hil- and Hilbert? Yeah. I love how the America, the place based in America has, like, the most stereotypical, just, like, American goofy names. I've never met a person named Hilda or I've met Hilbert. A Hil- I've met a Hilda. I've never met a Hilda- Hilbert. They made that up. There's no Hilbert. If your name is Hilbert, please let me know. Well, the sequel had Nate. Because I don't think you're real. (laughs) The sequel had Nate and Rosa. See, that's more, like, it's more realistic. Anyways. But anyways, so. And there was a milk. (laughs) That's one way of putting it. That's what you brought up the other day. Well, it's true, but regardless, moving on. Moving on. uh, For our our season debut. Season debut. No one believes you. I'm crying. Stop. No. So, for this episode, we're going to be talking about um, our trip from last year where we went to Rhode Island Comic Con. So, this was our first time going to Rhode Island Comic Con, I want to say. Because we... It was. It's not, yeah. I want to say it. <laughs> it is. Well, we've been previously to, uh... 
we've been to uh, Boston Comic Con a few times. Uh, and then Connecticut, we've been to assort, the assortment of different Connecticut conventions. Yes. We never went to Rhode Island, even though we've heard great things about Rhode Island Comic Con. So for the trip this year, we actually went with um, our good friends, uh, Ben and Sonny. Hi, Ben and Sonny. And we we only did the Sunday because work. It was like, yeah, it was work. I you were no, you something. were. I think you were still working nights at the time. Maybe? Yeah, I was working. No, I think I had to work that. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Something I was like that. working. I think I was on third shift at that point, or second, or I was about. To, I don't know. I just know I couldn't do Saturday. Yeah. So we ended up going on the Sunday, which was fine because it was actually less crowded. Believe it or not. Yeah, even though it was still pretty. Yeah. Like very crowded but it was less crowded than i guess it usually is i know uh we were in a pretty big group though it was like seven of us yeah and we went out for breakfast in the morning just to get started after we got went there to a nice little diner yeah we love a good diner we went to a good diner i don't know if we talked about it but we went to a good diner last week yeah we did we mentioned yeah. it oh we did yep shit <laughs> but uh um, we love a diner we'll just say it. we love a good diner yeah as long as it's good breakfast food but besides that, so getting to the actual event was pretty seamless. We were, like, in and out of there. And oh, like, minus the car. That almost killed a bunch of people. Well, yeah. That could have. We were on, like, the, we were on this, um, the 90, um, and we were on the stretch where it's literally, like, two lanes, uh, but it was only two lanes, and there was also, like, road work going on, so they were thinner, and some guy tried to bang a Yui on it in the worst possible spot and like almost caused a horrible accident oh right that yeah that uh, was scary yeah. that, that happened because were you driving i was driving you were driving because i was like <laughs> but besides that so the actual getting into the convention was probably one of the most seamless convention entries we think we've ever had yeah because we literally just walked in and like because i we pre-bought the tickets so we just had to go to will call Yep. And we basically just walked in, like, showed our, our uh, receipts, and they were just like, oh, okay, here's your lane ticket your badges. badges, and yeah. go have fun. Yeah. So we get in, and so it was pretty chill. Like, we didn't cosplay or anything no, this time. No, we didn't either. have enough time to put it's one together. It's so hectic. We will for the next one, though. This is the plan. I'm sure you will anyways, but... um. I will. So anyways, moving on, then we get into the actual event space, and... Pretty standard convention setup. It was actually, funnily enough, at the uh, Rhode Island Convention Center, the one that... Yeah, so that was really funny. So, um, through my many years of Irish dance, whenever we had the regional championships for New England, it was always at the Rhode Island Convention Center. Um, I don't believe it is anymore, but when I was dancing, it was always there. So, it was so interesting to be there um, and, like, see it in a different environment. So, I, because I was so used to people in wigs and a lot of Irish music. And, well, there were still people in wigs, but they were different (laughs) wigs. They were different wigs. Um, And it was just, like, set up because where where the competition really was, it was on, like, this top floor area where they just had little panels um, instead. Uh, But, yeah. It, it was very funny being there and not, like, I felt like I was like, what the heck, where, where, where's the dancing, where are the bars, 
And where's the Irish music? There were still bars. There was, but they weren't as prevalent as they are at the Irish competitions. Yeah. I still remember my first one where I was doing, um, all I did was like a thing called like traditional set where you just did one dance and that was it. Um, and I remember being there and someone poured uh, alcohol on my dress and mom freaking out. Uh, thankfully it was just white wine, but my mom was pissed. Yeah, it would be too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it was, it, so first impressions of the area, it was well set up. Like everything was pretty easy to come across. Yeah. Um, crowd wasn't too bad, like compared to anime Boston. Nothing. Except for one, two people, two people were obnoxious. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we get in, it wasn't too bad. Like it wasn't anime Boston levels of overcrowded, um, you could breathe like there was plenty of spaces to like chill out if you needed to so first thing i did was i got money out of the atm and then we went into the main cellar floor yeah which is where we spent most of the convention yeah uh pretty well laid out i will say like thank you bless you you. sorry about that um cut it out no (laughs) but anyways so moving on like we went to the floor we a lot of um, art and a lot of... Uh, there were some novelty vendors that like, I noticed a yeah. lot. So I always forget that Comic-Con is supposed to be primarily a comic convention. It didn't feel like it, though. No, there was a lot more gaming and anime booths than I would have thought. In anime especially. like And manga. There was a good amount of manga sellers as well. Yeah. Like It honestly felt like Anime Boston to a degree. Yeah. Which isn't a problem. I mean, it was better than Anime Boston in a lot of ways. Oh my god. Well, we already talked about the problems with Anime Boston. I mean, this was an event that clearly... It sold a maximum amount of tickets, and that's all it sold. Mm. So, you know. Also, people were just significantly not as rude. Yeah. No, it was a very good vibe. Um, definitely... Um, definitely was, like good and was fun yeah it wasn't like... i didn't have any issues with like so i never had a problem viewing a booth which was my biggest problem in anime boston where mm. we couldn't like you couldn't get to a booth because there's just too many people blocking the way and people were just obnoxious yeah uh there was no thankfully there was no people taking pictures of people's art which that annoys the fuck out of oh me. yeah well that it's just kind of wrong you yeah. know um the the novelty booths though like were some of my favorites like there was the one that was selling flasks like anime flasks mm-hmm. uh, there was that one there was um this like woodworking booth like all sorts of different glassware booths just a whole bunch of different like fun things um a bunch of gaming booths not a lot like not like a retro world situation but i did mm-hmm. i did manage to pick up a few cool games like i found a whole bunch of different playstation and saturn imports uh, some Dreamcast games. Like I, got, I finally picked up Confidential Mission, which is like a game I've been really meaning to give a shot for a while, along with uh, Silent Scope. Okay. Um, and then I bought Top Gear on the Super Nintendo because it was cheap. Other than that, though, it was mostly merch booths that I saw. Yeah, and when we say like it was very anime, it was very anime. Like we found quite a few bits of figures and a lot of anime artwork as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, artwork especially. Yeah. There was also, like, the, the giant pop figure booths, but th- those are, like, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, one thing I found interesting was, like, one of my, like, hobbies with conventions now is I like to collect little keychains of, like, anime f- 
anime characters because I have like a little mural in my at work that I'm building now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, there was a shitload of them at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. And I found like a whole bunch of them. I thought it was funny. One of the booths had like a bunch of like these, I guess, really rare Japanese imported ones. Mm. And the seller really liked to p- say how much they were worth in Japan. Yeah. And how much it cost to get them over here. <laughs> and I was kind of like. You don't need to justify the price. I'm still going to buy it. Well, the thing is, too, is, like, when you go to a convention and you're going to buy figures or anything, just know that the price is going to be probably more expensive and you're not going to get the best deal. Like, but the thing is, is you're going because, like, a lot of times, like, those are rare finds that you're not going to find. Um immediate like, you won't be able to find, like, elsewhere. Uh, But especially with figures, um... Like, I definitely saw some that I had already owned, and I was like, oh, damn, like, that's so expensive. Yeah. But I did I did actually purchase a few figures. I think I only got two. Yeah, you got, um... I got Shenron, um, a green Shenron. Uh, they also had a golden one, but I just got the green one. You also um, got the, uh... The guy in the bowl. Yeah, so then I... So the Shenron one I thought was just cool. It was a cool little piece. It was a pain in the ass to put together though and i don't think i did it right and i just gave up and i was like this works whatever um and then then the other one i got was uh odin from one piece and he was in um a bowl of odin as well and it had like it was a very cool i like to buy ones that are different um and more unique and that one was definitely it's a cool piece like um it's if anyone's interested i'll post it somewhere um, but definitely a really cool figure. So, I, like, didn't feel bad. The, um, the Shenron one. one I spent actually basically what I would spend elsewhere. Yeah. So I got a good deal. And I think I only spent, like, maybe $10 more on the Odin figure, but... You chatted it up with the guy who was selling it, too. Yeah, no, were we were talking guy. about One Piece, so, um, I might have gotten it for a better price than some other people, but definitely, definitely a cool find. There was a lot of those big, like, uh, the art booths in particular were yeah. insane. Uh, so I went through a whole bunch of different, like, art booths when I went through, because my, my quest when I was there was I was going to find whatever Inuyasha stuff I could find, because it's not easy to find, apparently, these days. Yeah. Uh, but I got this really nice, like, piece of artwork from, like, this one booth, because I remember I was walking across the, the floor, and I looked up, and I saw it up on the display, and I was like, we need to go there. Yeah, I need to go there. <laughs> so I picked up that one. I got this really awesome Spy Family uh, painting from the same booth where you bought your like really expensive one one piece. Yes, art. I'm trying to remember the name. That artist I know is actually pretty uh, famous. Mm. He's actually pretty. I can't remember his name, but I yeah I bought this really awesome one piece photo, and he only made five of them for the convention. And I don't really know if that's true, but I'm gonna go with it. Um, and it was one of the ones where it was, like, a holographic one. So it basically is, like, two images of um, Luffy doing his gear. Um, I think it's, like, lenticular is, like, how it's pronounced or something. Yeah, I don't know. His second gear pose and then, like, just a face shot. And it's it's a really cool piece. Mm. So and I have it, like, hung up by my stairwell and I really like it. Um, but another artist I, I went to, he had a bunch of these. Uh, he was an ink painter. So everything he did was... Um, hand done with ink um his name was uh shane sawyer um and he had amazing art like because what drew me to it was he actually had painted on a sheet 
this um, artwork of Luffy. Um, and it was so cool. Like, I was like, this is awesome. I kind of wanted to ask how much the actual, like, sheet was, but I, I didn't, I didn't do it. <laughs> but I did get, um, I actually got two JoJo's piece and one One Piece piece. So mm -hmm. I got, um, I got Jotaro and Josuke, where it had them as well as their stands. And then I also got, um, Chopper from One Piece. And I love it. It's so cute. That, um, that artist was so happy you were going to frame his pictures. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I asked him. I always like to ask the print size because I want to make sure I buy, like, the correct size frame. Um, so when I, like, put it up, um, it looks really nice and clean. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, he was really excited. But I wanted to give him a shout-out because, like, his art was amazing um, and beautiful and just a really great person, too. So, mm -hmm. definitely wanted to give him a shout-out. It was also the Tifa painting I bought. <laughs> I love Tifa. the story behind that one because it was like this one artist that was kind of he was actually more of a he was selling like weapons like like prop yeah. weapons and stuff. But that he also, was like a mission I was on too. I'll talk more yeah. after. Um, he was selling prop weapons, but he also had like a whole bunch of art on the side of his uh, booth, and there was this really awesome picture of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. So I bought that because it was literally like ten bucks. Yeah. And he had he only had two left, and the one of them was kind of crushed, and like the corner was rumpled. So he was kind of like, you know what, you can just have both. And he was like, he was also like, you know what, just take the one on the side too, so no one will ask for it again. <laughs> so I got three of the same painting for the price of one. <laughs> and as I'm paying, he also he then goes, oh, we have some uh, some other Tifa paintings on the other side there, but they're a bit of the NSFW <laughs> variety. And I just kind of was like. I'm good. Thank, thanks, anyways. Yeah. If if you bought that, you weren't allowed to hang that up in the house in here. I, I you wouldn't, wouldn't have been allowed to. I wouldn't buy that, because yeah. if I really want to see that, there's plenty of websites to find it. Google 34. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's more than that, trust me. Uh, yeah, I also was bringing that up, too. I was on a quest to find, um, I wanted to do a One Piece cosplay, um, and so I was on a quest to try and see if I could find the sword. Couldn't find it anywhere. So hint, you guys, I'm cosplaying as a One Piece character who has a sword. But that's all you're going to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of my, like, mission. And, um, yeah, didn't find it. But I did find a lot of other cool swords. Yeah. I didn't buy any. Um, but, no, yeah. You, you, you spent most of your money on figures and art. I did. I did. Well, that painting that I got, the holographic, not holographic, lenticular, lenticular one. whatever, um, that one, I spent, like, I spent, like, over a hundred dollars on it, but it was really, it's a really good piece, so, mm. I actually think, I actually have a story, when I was living in Texas for that brief period of time, I actually went to, like, an anime and comics art event, because I was just bored and I wanted something to do on a weekend, so I did that. And I believe that artist was there. Oh. So, um, because I kind of recognized him. I recognized his artwork. Um, it's, it's funny looking back, like, at all these things where I'm like, dang it! Yep. <laughs> There's so much One Piece stuff I could have gone. Yeah, but you weren't into One Piece yet I at that point. Yeah, I Well, I also wasn't that fully weeb yet at that point. <laughs> you just weren't um, afraid to admit it. At that point, yeah, I was still self conscious about everything. But now I just don't really care because i'd rather be happy than be miserable yeah so another fun little thing do you remember the the booth of anime that was clearly all bootlegs 
Well, it was anime and just random. Blue. It was a it huge was just, thing of Blu-rays. Yeah. And they were all bootlegs. Yeah, they were all like bootlegs. obvious bootlegs. And I remember it, seeing them, and I'm like, these are interesting, but like, who would buy this? The in- the funniest part is that it didn't look like he sold anything. Like it, it didn't look like anything. Yeah, because he had sold. a shitload of stock. He had so much stuff, and I think people were just like, I feel weird about buying this. My favorite, the one thing I was tempted to buy, though, was the One Piece 4 Kids dub complete. <laughs> just, Trash. Just for the the joke of it, but I, I passed because I didn't really want to pay the money <laughs> no. for it. Because he was charging a lot of money for that shit, too. Yeah. Which was pretty weird. Do you remember that one figure booth that was, like, caged in, and, like, literally you went in and it was, like, all overpriced? Oh, yeah. There were, there were some where I was, like... Like, I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, th- like that. that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta be careful. Because sometimes, like, basically always have, like, if you're really into buying figures, have Amazon open, have Crunchyroll open, and have, like, all these other figure websites open and just see. Because sometimes, like, it is insane what they charge people. Like, I saw figures that I bought for, like, $25, $30. Selling for like sixty, eighty dollars, mm-hmm. and I'm like, just when you look at the quality of it as well, like in everything else, you're just like, that's just that is a rip off. Don't do it, especially when some of them are up on Crunchyroll for yeah. much cheaper. Like I loved walking past the booths too that just had um, they had all the um, the artwork, and then you get the one art booth that was like just straight up porn, and you're like, oh, that's nice. And then you're like, wow, well, children. children, children are around, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. There's also the flask flask booth. That was my favorite. Yeah, that was cool. I was tempted, but I was like, I really don't need this. So, but so the flask I, booth I bought a cool. Dragon Ball Z one. I'm never going to use it for alcohol, actually, but it was a cool little display piece. Mostly oh, yeah. just because I don't know how I'd wash it, because it looks like it would get destroyed. If yeah, I tried that's what. It. That's the reason why I didn't get it, because I was just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you'd have to buy it for it just to be on display. I also got the Inuyasha wallet, which was awesome, because that's my new current Dude. wallet. Because I needed a new wallet. Inuyasha. Look, it's hard to find Inuyasha stuff, so I have to take what I can get. Inuyasha. So I guess One moving piece. on to that. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah. did go with friends, and our, it was pretty fun because our friends actually did cosplay. Yeah. Like, uh, and ben, they did really good cosplays too. Ben was cosplaying as a uh, Mandalorian. Yes. Which was cool, and then uh, Sunny was Raven from Teen Titans. Yes. But funny. in like the um, the white outfit, the white costume, which, which was cool. Which was cool. They they were really popular the whole time because obviously cosplays. Yeah. Uh, speaking of cosplays, we can get into the most annoying thing we saw at the oh entire my convention. God. So Thor: Love and Thunder had come out recently, and there was two girls that were cosplaying as the goats, if anyone knows, and they were doing the scream that the goats did, and it wasn't really funny the first time they did it, and it also wasn't funny. The 30 other times they did it. Yeah. It was actually, like, I was actually kind of worried for them because people were getting annoyed to the point where, like, people were threatening violence on them, and I was like... Yeah. There, there's a limit. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel, think it comes with convention etiquette. I get it. Like, do it, like, every once in a while, that's fine. But every, like, 20 seconds is just, like, can you, like, no one, like, please stop. Especially when please there's so stop. many people around and not everyone is going to appreciate it. No, most, and, but and also, when I say not everyone, most people did not appreciate it. Well, especially because like we're running around, we're seeing, we're hearing people like basically like screaming "shut the fuck up" at them. Yeah, screaming. Like in like screaming it at them, and they're laughing, and I'm like, uh, 
you guys need to like kind of chill out because like I'm just, people will punch you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we're getting a little a friendly world anymore. Someone is going to punch you in Wh- the face. Which is sad because I actually did think the etiquette was pretty good. Other than there was like a few awkward moments, like there but, was, yeah, but that's everywhere. There was that one that one uh, booth that had a bunch of figures. There was that one guy that was like an asshole for no reason. Yeah. I remember that. Like I was like chill. <laughs> it's like it's just an anime booth. Well, what was he doing again? I can't remember. He he kept trying to like butt in front of people, but like. He, he, he was one of those guys that didn't want to wait, basically. Ah. Uh, yeah, that was the thing. I mean, especially where... Even on Sunday, it was very busy. Yeah. Um, which was surprising. Um, but there's always... You run into some people that are impatient. Um, but it was crowded. It was crowded, but it wasn't anime Boston levels of crowded. Yeah. Well, it was crowded, but it was like a um, controlled I level of crowded. My hips weren't killing me at the end, which means I wasn't doing the convention shuffle the entire time. I mean, I was a little sore, but like it was nothing crazy. Yeah, but when you constantly are doing the shuffle, like by the end of it, you're going to be in pain for a day. Yeah. I wasn't that in pain after we got back. Like I think it only took me a day to recover. Yeah. Uh, no, no convention flu. That was good. Yeah, no. I mean, it was kind of weird timing because it we so, went in november but it was like during that period of where it was still warm in november mm-hmm. um so we like went like just no jackets or anything we were like t-shirt pants you know um it was very comfortable um there was no people violating personal space which was great no there was some guys selling like hot sauce yeah i mean <laughs> why not it was it was funny. They definitely had a good variety of vendors. What amazed me was the sheer lack of actual comic vendors. Yeah, I did. I, I definitely agree. I did not see a lot. I mean, for something called Comic Con, I guess now well, the terms Comic Con though are more like, I think. It's universally just a nerd convention. I think now. it's more just pop culture nerd convention. Then comics just are kind of a dying fad right now, just because they're just. Digital. Yeah, there's that, and it's also just not as easy and or fun as it used to be. Yeah, no, it's definitely. My um, favorite was my favorite cosplay I saw though was I'm con- <laughs> I'm convinced this was a there was a so w- there was a guy in like straight up U like United States Postal Service, and I'm still not sure whether it was an actual Postal Service guy or a guy cosplaying as a mail carrier. <laughs> well, and then after that, there was a guy who was like a security guard, and I was like, "Hey, Bill, is he cosplaying or is he actually security?" And you're like, "I think he's actually security." And I was like, "Yeah, but, fun. but then he turned. But then there was another guy that was also security who I'm pretty sure was cosplaying. <laughs> Like, it was, it was funny. Like, there, there was no, like, outrageous cosplays, though, thankfully. Yeah. I hate the really stupid ones that are, like, you're just trying to be obnoxious. Yeah, no, I mean, like, oh, there was that guy in the Pikachu costume? But the most horrifying part was he had a... The Pikachu costume was one of those blow-up ones, and it had a clear shield. And inside the shield is where you could see his face. But instead of having just his face, he had a Pikachu Another Pikachu mask, mask on. <laughs> so it just looked like Pikachu had eaten Pikachu. And I was like, cannibalism, cannibalism. It was horrifying. Yeah, that was an interesting one. It was scary. I kept seeing him. And I was like, Ugh. at first I thought he was great. But then I saw See. What I liked about him was he wasn't one of those douchebags who, like, wears the massive costume and then gets inside the really cramped booths. Yeah. That drives me up a fucking wall, because it's like, really? You're going to, like, block up this entire booth? 
Well, also, it's like, uh, I feel like, too, if you're cosplaying with a costume that you know is very big, you go, like, you have to go shopping on another day. Yeah. Like, you're there to show off your cosplay, and, like, that's it. Like, really, because, like, you could potentially be, like, breaking merchandise if you go and knock something Oh, over. and they do. I see that all the time. No, yeah. I mean, it's convention etiquette, you know. Mm-hmm. You just gotta go in and be respectful. Yep. Uh, but anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Ooh. That was take two. We're back. <laughs> I'm calling my lawyer. I'd like to report unfairness in the embarrassing content where I'm allowed to be embarrassed, but Bill isn't. Fuck you. No. At least the toilet isn't running. Lovely. Now, anyways, moving on. So, no. Back to Rhode Island Comic Con. No. Yes. Oh, we had cinnamon rolls this morning, but they were chocolate instead of cinnamon. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyways. They were delicious. So, Bill didn't appreciate them. <laughs> so, Rhode Island Comic Con. I would... So, I'm going to rank it... Def- <coughs> Sorry. Definitely higher than uh, Boston Comic Con. Definitely higher than Anime Boston as of late. Yes. Um, I, I want to... So, Retro World, I don't, I'm not going to count because that's a special convention. It's definitely one of the best ones we've been to in, in a, a while. while. Yeah, I definitely went there, and I didn't, like... When I left, I was like, yeah, that was super fun. Let's go again. Which yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like Anime Boston where we left, and we were like, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that, Anime Boston's the first convention I ever went to where I was literally like, that sucked. Yeah, and it was, it was sad, too, because it was just like... I don't know. Like, we'd had... I had had great experiences there. <laughs> I'd still like to give Anime Boston another shot. I would genuinely like to, because I think... I'd like to give it another shot this year, maybe, or maybe next year, when we know that they can't oversell on the tickets. That we know of. I'd like to see. Or maybe, well, like, also, go on a Sunday. Well, also, the, uh... The freaking COVID mandates were... They felt worse in a convention that was, like... Uh, two years after than, like, the convention we went to, like... Not even like a year in. Yeah. Like it was it was insane how over the top it was. Because mm. I mean, Kineticon wasn't that bad. Yeah. And even I thought Kineticon was a little extreme. Yeah. No, I mean, I think like they had to do what they had to do for like the state, you know, guidelines. What and for, stuff. Bo- for Boston? Well, for Kineticon. Oh, for Kineticon. Yeah. Well, Kineticon, yeah, that was fine. I was gonna say yeah. Boston. That was overkill. Because literally, you went into the adjacent mall, and it was literally like. The hell's it's not a lighter day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd like to definitely give it another chance because I did. I have had really great experiences at Anime Boston mm. before, and I don't want to judge it all by one event. But the last time I definitely sucked. Yeah. Um, would want to go again though. I still want to do Kineticon again too. Yeah. There's also I definitely uh, want to do Kineticon. There's, I, I think cosplay. there's there's anime conventions around here too that I want to look into. Yeah, I mean, like, there's one that I've seen, I don't know if it's near necessarily anime, but it's, like, um, uh, it's, like, basically pop culture, like, mm-hmm. called Terrificon, or Terrycon, I don't yeah. know what it is, but 
it's down at by the Mohegan Sun, and it might be fun to like go, and then like spend like a weekend Maybe. with friends. It would be fun. Something to do. It, yeah. So I definitely rank this one pretty high, like in terms of enjoyability. Like I left there with the positive outlook. Yeah. It was great seeing friends. Um, I wish we could have done the whole weekend because they were there the whole weekend. Yeah, we just, I'd like to do that in the future. We logistically just could not do it this year, unfortunately. Yes. Um, I like the vendor space. Uh, we didn't really do anything aside from vendors. We did um, we did go up to like there was a meet the voice actors kind of area or mm. meet the talent area. Which was interesting. It was interesting, even though like most of them weren't even there. And well, the, it was a cool experience for. Um, if you were interested in that, I mean, for us, like, we don't really go. I don't go to meet mind. those people because nothing against them, but I prefer not to meet them just because. Well, it's kind of like don't meet your heroes. Yeah. You know? I don't really consider any of them heroes either. I just. Well, really, no, no, yeah. I'd rather not meet them just because I don't want my opinions of them to be tarnished because yeah. it would ruin the products that they provide. Exactly. Don't meet. I do. I will say, though, the funniest thing to me was every line there for the people that were there were like barely filled and then you walk past Chris Sabat's line and it yeah, was just a freaking he's just on a different level yeah. of popularity right now I was laughing though because I was walking by I was like hey Alex look it's Chica from, from Kaguya-sama and you were like where and I was like there's her actress and you're like oh I was at, well I was looking for the cosplayer yeah that's what I was looking I for I saw that there was a few of them there that I thought were funny yeah um Amelie was there that was funny yeah, well, it was funny, too, because, like, she was, Uda! Uda! You know, in the English dub. Yeah. I definitely, I, I want to see that movie again so badly. I want to see it so badly. Yeah. I want to see One Piece Red. If anyone knows when it's coming out, oh, I have to watch this now. <laughs> Let me know. Actually, I was, I was on TikTok, and I was looking up, I wanted to look up one piece red clips and i think i did find someone who was posting the movie and clips on tiktok wouldn't surprise like, me i think they were <laughs> and i was like i'm just not gonna fall into this rabbit hole but like okay yeah, <laughs> yeah there was some interesting stuff there uh cosplays were pretty fun there wasn't anything too outrageous no yeah i did see one there was that one person who had the hawks cosplay from my hero academia where they like it looked like they handmade all the red. Mm. He was the Red Wing character. Yeah. Um, and they, I, I love, I actually love when I see the Hawks cosplays because they're always like, ten out of ten on the effort scale and like really good. Like I've never seen a shitty one. Like I always see like really good ones. So, um, that was really cool. I also like, loved just how easy it was to lose people. <laughs> like we, there oh, was yeah. so many occasions where we'd lose Ben and Sunny for like twenty minutes. Well, it was funny. So me and Sunny were at this booth, and um, the guy's chat. The guy was like, "Oh, I really like your cosplay." And she was like, "Oh, thank you." And he's trying to sell her on the comics, and she's he's like, "So, are you interested? Should I keep going, or are you not interested?" And she was just like, "I'm not interested." By it. And it was it was so funny. <laughs> I was just, he was like, "All right, see you later. Have a great con." It was a lot. The vendors, like, they were definitely trying really hard to sell. Well, some of them have to. But they all had to. really positive attitudes, so. He, I believe he was selling his own, like, book, so he kind of uh, had to. Yeah. I, I saw that. Some of them, like, a lot of them were pretty good. There was a few, though, that were kind of like, read the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, the one that's like, would you like this as well? I'm like, no. No. Did I pick it up? No. Well, there was one that tried to, like, offer me, like, this porn thing, and I'm like, go away. 
I'm like, no. I'm like, just because I like anime does not mean they're the same thing. Does not mean I want... Well, it's because I had the... <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but then I remembered our mom listens to this. <laughs> I didn't want to... <laughs> I, it's because I, had, I hadn't put it away, but I had the, uh, the Tifa painting out, and so they were like, ooh, do you like anime girls? Oh my god. So this is off topic. I don't know if we talked about this in another podcast, but we recently... Well, for Black Friday, we went to like the figure store, um, the one that we uh, go to a lot um, in Connecticut, and for a long time, there's been this certain figure there that uh, has to be covered up for specific reasons. And we've always joked, it's like, no one's going to buy that. No one's going to buy that. Someone bought it. Because <laughs> it's Someone not there anymore. Someone bought it. It's not there anymore. And you can't see the censored uh, you know, you knows <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but it just made me think of that when you brought that up. I was like... <gasps> It's gone now. So someone bought it. I just love how bl- like bold, like straight faced, like they were like, "Hey, would you like to buy- look at this?" I'm like, "No, no." <laughs> I'm like, "No, thank you." I'm not buying porn. No. Nope. <laughs> not at a convention, that's nope. for sure. Not in public. It's <laughs> like they're so blatant about it too. I'm like, I'm like where on my person would I want this? <laughs> why would I want to carry this around the convention? Uh, why not? Why not? Why yeah. not? There was there was some funny shit. I did like I did have to browse all the game booths though, and I'd always look in and I'd see stuff and I'd see the prices and I'd always be like, uh huh. You'd be like, nope. I did notice though, like once a seller realizes you're a collector, they change their approach with you very quickly. Oh yeah, well they have to. Like they kind of they they can't try and oversell you. I remember one of them was like super like aggressive, and then he clearly could tell real fast because I was like examining everything. Um, he noticed real quick I was a collector, and he just kind of, like, was like, yeah, F off with this one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, I'm not gonna make any extra money on this one. Well, safe, to s- safe to say I didn't buy anything from that booth. Mm. A, because they didn't have anything I really cared about, but also just, like, I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, he, he realizes he can't screw me over. Well, I'm not gonna buy from this guy. Yep. Yeah. There, I noticed that. There wasn't really a lot of gaming booths, though, in general, that had a ton of games. There was a few, like here and there but it was mostly modern stuff mm. i did get a few small like things though the imports were pretty cool though that's for sure yeah um other than that though it was fun getting out of there wasn't too bad either because it was no really but well the only hard part was the parking garage was kind of hectic but once we got out it was literally like we just boop booped and got on the highway and headed back yeah it was nice. Um, I remember trying to find Ben and Sonny so we could say goodbye. Oh my god, we yeah. And the, the, we found um, Sonny, but then we couldn't find Ben. Ben. And then, yeah. It, <laughs> it was, was great. It was funny. Well, it was definitely... Oh, and it also like smelled like um, waffle cones for most of the convention. Because um, Rhode Island, they have like the, a waffle cone, like, waffle cone ice cream vendor. Because I remember I would get it after I finished dancing. <laughs> Because it was so good. Or I'd get it with, like, friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, It was definitely fun to... I mean, for me, it was, like, kind of nostalgic to go back there. Um, I remember being there, too, because I used to drop you off. Yeah. No. It was definitely uh, nostalgic. Hmm. And, um... No, it was fun. Yeah, so that one was... I definitely give it a a good plus. Oh, yeah, the convention. We did re-encounter the convention stink, though. Yeah, we did. We did run into the convention. I still so. think Retro World had the best thing with the guy that was selling deodorant. 
my god. That was still the funniest thing ever. Hmm. Yeah, but we did we got a, a bit of the convention stank, and it was like, oh, it's back. It's here. It's back. It's here. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, though, it was all in good fun. Yeah. Um. Other than that, though, no other closing remarks. Definitely want to really... I, I'd like to go again next year. I'd like to try some new ones this year, too. I mm. would definitely like to try some new stuff, try some new conventions. Just see. Because you never know. It could be fun. Yep. But other than that, pretty much everything's good. I mean, this is the start of Season 3. Hopefully we'll have a bit of a slow start, but the next few episodes we have planned are, should be pretty interesting. Yeah, we got a good anime swap coming, coming up, so... But pretty soon we got to finish one of the shows. It'll be our most... Uh, I'd say, what's the word? Um, ambitious. Yeah, ambitious anime swap yet. Might be a while before we do another one like this, but um, yeah. it was definitely fun. It was it was fun to do. It was a wild well, it's ride. it's still fun. It, we're still going, but we're almost there. Yep. And then we'll swap. And yep. then we have a ton more planned. Even mm-hmm. though I have a bunch more animes picked out than Bill, so he'll pick out some animes so we can swap. We'll, we'll figure it out. Swap. But anyways, swap yeah, so other than that, um, once again, guys, thanks for joining us on the gaming. We need to go to a flea market. We do. We gotta find one. I haven't been to a There's flea market. There's one in New Haven that's really big. The last time I went to a flea market was before COVID. We're going to a flea market, guys. We'll do a podcast. Flea market adventures. Part two. Electric Boogaloo. Part dos. Der. Trois. Anyways, uh, That guys. was like French and Spanish mixed together. Whoops. I failed both, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But anyways, guys, once again, thanks for joining us on the Gaming and Collecting Podcast. The Gaming and Collecting Podcast can be found on all your major podcasting platforms, oh. particularly oh. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, even, and you can follow we us. We even sell uh, bootleg DVD versions. No, we don't. <laughs> we could. No, we you don't. want one? It's not a bootleg. I got it's, a, it's not a bootleg if it's your own product. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> But anyways, guys, Fuck you. you can follow us on all the majors. Um, I'm going to find someone to make bootlegs to tell for. You can find us on all the major um, social media. I'm going to start making Instagram, bootlegs. Uh, Twitter's still going to be around. Don't, it's not going away, guys. Uh, and uh, good pods. And until next time, guys, we will see you all later. <laughs> that was a train wreck. No!